Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host from Walgreens. It's my joy to be on the air. And I want to thank all the, all the supporters who support Mother's Justice Show. Um, and uh, we had some new uh, new sponsor this month. So thank you so much. I think it's the Virtuous Healing Circle, her circles. And um, I'm going to go right away to my guest because he's in he's in uh, Washington, D.C. there. With, Mr. Eddie Ride is going to give us an update from dc all right mr right good to, good to, good to good to hear you <laughs> hear yeah you. well you know uh i wasn't the roundabout way of getting here but uh i tell you right now if you don't have that uh pre-check that tsa pre-check you better get to the airport at least an hour and 20 minutes early because it took an hour and 15 minutes to go through i forgot to put my tsa pre-check so i just want everybody to be aware it takes a long time to get through that security line. You could miss your plane. You know, it's not like it used to be. But anyway, that, that's a good thing, too, I think. I just should have been a little more diligent and been a little earlier. But actually, uh, I'm in Washington, D.C. for uh, the board meeting for the National Association of Minority Contractors. Uh, several years ago, uh, Bob Armstead, uh, who is now the uh, acting president, Grover Johnson out of uh, Tacoma, Pierce County area, was uh, had organized the Puget Sound Minority Contractors. At that time, uh, uh, Patricia Pascal and Benita Thomas and uh, a lot of other folks, we put together uh, the Community Coalition for Contracts and Jobs when Sound Trans was first getting started, and we were successful in holding up the first contract for 45 days because of, uh, we were not participating as uh, uh, African-Americans, specifically uh, African-Americans of, uh, of uh, Americans of African descent. So uh, uh, we uh, came together and formed uh, the national, uh, the Washington State chapter of the National Association of Minority Contractors, and we kind of went our own ways and it went into some hands that were not uh, were totally unkind. The organization was founded in 1969 by Joe Debro and Ray. Uh, I think it was uh, I, this number name will come to me. But anyway, it spread to Seattle. Seattle had the Central Contracts Association at the time. And uh, pretty soon it became a national organization. And so everybody, the door was open to everybody. Unfortunately, at the Washington chapter, they had a person from Portland, Oregon as the president. And then they had some other folks uh, who just, uh, you know, kind of uh, let the organization almost die. And I was really disappointed because, you know, it's a historical black organization. And to have a black president, no matter where he's from, to allow this organization to fall as far as it did, it's on solid ground right now. You can rest assured of that. Uh, but anyway, uh, the, Grover Johnson decided to come back on the board along with myself. As, uh, and we were, uh, Bob Armstead, Zach, and Fred. We were the three co-founders. Now, some people, because they came to a meeting, will assert that they were a founding member of the organization. That's not true. And I'll, anybody want to debate me on that point, I'll be more than happy to do that in any place, any time. But anyway, at that time, it was a sister, I won't mention her name, in a high-ranking position in Pierce County, who was a treasurer. And they put allegations out like, uh, oh, something's wrong with the books. So I responded by putting on Facebook, the books are open to all members and anybody else to put finances into the organization. And put my phone number out there and hit from anyone. And it's just unfortunate you would have black people participating in an effort to destroy a uh, historical black organization, particularly when we've been without affirmative action for 23 years. And when they said no affirmative action, they might as well just say no blacks because that's exactly <laughs> what happened. And that's I'm hoping correct. to meet with uh, Kristen Clark, uh, 
uh, assistant attorney general for civil rights because uh, there are nine disparity studies that was done over the years by various agencies that say Africans of, uh, uh, of black folks are being discriminated against, particularly Africans of uh, uh, Americans of African descent, the ones that came up there 400 years ago. And the other thing I'm pushing <laughs> with uh, with uh, 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 with uh, the members of the caucus is the fact that uh, we need to have a federal designation for uh, Africans, uh, uh, Americans of African descent, the people who've been here. Uh, when you get in the pool with everybody else, I have nothing against any other minorities. But, you know, 400 years, nine and every word defending this country. Right now we got black men and women all around the world protecting somebody else's freedom when they might not have the freedom to vote right here or that female soldier might not have a right to control their own body. So, you know, uh, if, and folks are finally starting to wake up, which I am happy with. But uh, over the next two days we will be having this board meeting and we'll be trying to make sure that, uh, you know, we get some of our companies back to, to life. We lost a significant number of family-owned businesses because no affirmative action for 23 years is devastating anybody. That's why the complexion of the central area of Seattle has changed so much because of economic injustice. That's right. And then the ones that they did not, uh, then you had, they had the ones, ones that they targeted to run out of business. Uh, Mr. Branch, myself, a lot of the uh, black people who had owned daycares, a lot of black people who had adult family homes. Uh, there's a whole nother list out there uh, also that people that they that targeted because of this uh, I nine I mean I you know the affirmative act the lack of affirmative action in this uh, in the state of Washington so that I means somebody when when this when this story is written uh, people are gonna say wow you know I, I thought Washington State was different though I call it the Mississippi of the West <laughs> you know if you look at the numbers Mississippi is doing a lot better than black folks. Uh, and, and with black folks in Mississippi when it come down to business opportunities than they are in Washington State, to be honest with you. But then you got, you know, mayor, you know, you have one member of Congress, but he's very powerful. His name is Congressman Benny Thompson. And, uh, but yeah, but we need know, to, they need some help with the water down there in Mississippi right okay, now. Jackson exactly. is suffering. And that's the governor. That's the governor doing that to him. Well, yeah, because it Jackson is really the governor. And it said, just like Flint, Michigan, uh, it's like, well, I mean, it's probably... It's probably a lot of other people in Mississippi, especially rural uh, Caucasians that live out in, in, in a rural area, probably got bad water, too. But nobody's going to listen to them. So 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 you just never know how many how many people or how many counties in Mississippi got bad water. So. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. Uh, it's a travesty. It shouldn't be happening. You know, in the United States of America, you think that. And the thing about it is that the, the whole system was old. And they target areas like Flint, Michigan, and, and Jackson, Mississippi, not to upgrade the systems. And right. the government and the federal government needs to step in to ensure that those things happen. That shouldn't happen to anybody. And uh, the federal government has a responsibility for, for to, to come in there and make sure because they have they have a environmental protection agency. You know, well, now so that's true. Saying, that, that, that's another way of doing you're right. I believe it's a federal. I believe it is a federal government, uh, but sometimes the federal government don't care about us either. It's according to who's in that who's in that house, so that we can get well, a little I think bit more help. We, you got one of the most powerful members in the Congress right now, and the Congressman Benny Thompson in Jackson, Mississippi, is in his district. Well, 
I think you need to be doing and, some job on it. Coming back to town like right now. So we'll see because they've been on this leave since Labor Day. And I guess uh, the governor of Mississippi had told the feds or someone that he's going to take care of it. He didn't do anything. So now they're coming back to session. They'll be getting here. As a matter of fact, I talked to Congressman Cleaver. Uh, they're getting in back in the town today. I know Congressman Adam Smith had a town hall meeting yesterday in Federal Way. As a matter of fact, uh, one of my guests on that uh, the, with him that got a chance to talk to him was uh, Sadia Abdullah. She was representing the Delta Sigma Theta sorority, and she happened to live in the 30th district and said she will be there. And I know it's good for the congressman to see somebody on my program talking about they're going to be showing up for him. So it just goes Well, to that's show good. You. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's really good uh, that, that you got those kind of contacts and, uh, and uh, you know, move, moving, moving on uh, to get something to get something done. And I, and I hope you can still get some kind of some some uh, uh, traction on the um, on the special uh, uh, designation for us. I mean, because otherwise, uh, we really need to have a national conversation about that. And the thing about it is if, if we can have a program for all minorities and for all women, how come we can't have one for the people who's been here 400 years that made America a superpower because we got 250 years of free labor and another 150 years of marginalized payments to, to black labor? So I'm just saying it just seems to me and died in every war. You know, it just seems to me that we, we have more than qualified uh, to have a designation. If, we, if we're going to discuss reparations, we can do this while we discuss reparations. We're talking about the here right. and now. Have a, de- right. a department in every federal agency designated uh, to, for the sole purpose of making sure that there's equal access to African descendants of United States enslaved. And as for a federal That's designation, right. and I'm going to be talking to people for the next three days about that while I'm here, uh, we need to really look at that. If you can have what? one, I know Clarence Thomas probably be against it, but I know that uh, if you can have something for minorities, and you can have something for women. How come you can't have one for African descendants of the United States and slaves? Well, now is it time also for the Black Caucus Conference or something? You go every September back uh, then. That don't will, you that, that's in two weeks. That's in uh, okay. the twenty eighth. Yeah, the twenty eighth, seventh, the twenty eighth through October second. Okay, and you're gonna go. You're gonna be there for I, that one. Uh, yes, ma'am. Because I had to tell my good friend and president of. Uh, the region of uh, NAACP, Gerald Hankerson, is yet married on October 2nd, and I won't be there, but I want to just congratulate him uh, on, on, on uh, his uh, wedding, upcoming wedding on your program. Okay. So he's going to get married. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, that's good for him, you know, but I know you're going to be back there, and I, and I know you always come back with, with lots of news and, and things that, that's happening because there's a lot of issues that I think that the Black Caucus should really still be working on, uh, uh, you know, and, and police reform is one of them. They can't, they should not walk away from police reform, uh, although uh, although the, the uh, Biden did not did not get his bill passed or didn't work hard enough on it about about uh, you know about the you know police police accountability. So that didn't happen. And then also, you know, yeah. the, the voting rights, to make sure that the voting rights but, is but still... But you know, also, you know, on that whole police situation, now they put Tim, Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina out there, like they were talking in good faith, they will really do something. That, the other thing people got to look at, there hasn't been one inch of Republican support for anything that's been passed. And if we, every time they have a chance to hold it up, they will. 
And then I'm waiting to see what uh, the Supreme Court's going to do with Donald Trump and his issues. Well, you know, and, and, you know what, whatever happens with Trump will be the definer of what happens to the Republican Party. I mean, because uh, a lot of these judges are bogus judges. I mean, so, I mean, you know, the, you know so we'll kind of see just what's going to happen. And, uh, uh, and all of this, uh, you know, who knows? He might have been the best spy America, uh, that, that the Russians in the other part of the world has ever had. They could pay for it, so we don't know. I tell you right now, with all those missing <laughs> documents, you know, if Kim Jong Il Il was is his has has been writing love letters with the, the dictator in in North Korea, you know, uh, and then <laughs> and then you know, uh, uh, Jared Kushner goes down to Saudi Arabia, come back with a few come back with dollars. two billion dollars, yeah, so two I'm billion saying, dollars. You know, so, I mean, you know. what was exchanged for that? You know, I well, mean, also, you know, but all uh, the money that he raised, um, you know, all these, all this, all this money that he raised to be able to do something with, I mean, you know, who knows? It look like it might, uh, you know, there's a possibility that it all went to him uh, and his family, and not to ever uh, do anything else. So, uh, but we'll see. But the, you know, we'll see what it's going to look like. That's uh, you know, we know that all people, all dictators, are people who want to be a dictator eventually. Uh, fall, you know, no matter, and uh, he's he wants to be one. But you enjoy you enjoy yourself back there, uh, Mr. Rye. Appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us an update from DC. Pretty cool. I uh, thank you for that. Okay, ma'am. Thank you very much for the opportunity. All right. Thank you. Okay. Listen to the Mother's right. Justice Folk Show on eleven fifty a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walgren. We'll be right back. We'll bring on my next guest then. The Public Defenders Association's Racial Disparity Project is proud to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in partnership with Mothers for Police Accountability and other community allies. The Racial Disparity Project fights for police reform and helps to increase understanding that issues of addiction, mental illness, and homelessness can be better solved through public health strategies than through law enforcement. The Public Defender Association Racial Disparity Project reducing racial inequality in the Seattle King justice system since 1998. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intron, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact Dr. K Workshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. Bored with the other stations? Hammering away on the same old talking points? Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on there. I want to thank Eric for that song. I say I bring my, I bring my next guest on. She's a pastor. Uh, uh, and I wanted to uh, bring on the music that would uh, be uh, uplifting for Reverend Dr. Laverne Hall. I want to uh, invite you to thank you for coming on. First time on my show, but not the first time talking to one another. So uh, anyway, we've been having... Wanted to bring you on for a while, but your Mondays you was making a trip to a uh, trek to down to Portland, uh, uh, and I think you have your lovely sister with you. So, you know, and I, I just want to appreciate you, Reverend Hall. I, I, I Reverend Doctor Hall. <laughs> I want to appreciate you. I, I and bring and let my guests know 
the reason why I'm so excited about you because you are you are real you are you are a woman of God. I mean, you're a woman of faith, um, um, and uh, we've been talking for years. And you had the first breakfast here in Seattle for for women for for, for women pastors, and you've been a first on so many things. And um, I remember that, and I remember all the things that um, uh, uh, that you've done and uh, continue to do. And when we had the uh, solidarity with the with, with the buffalo, <laughs> you, you climbed uh, you climbed you climbed down that hill over at Martin Luther King uh, I, 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 Civil Rights Park, <laughs> <laughs> and you climbed down that hill uh, to make sure that you could be there. And uh, we appreciate you. And uh, I know that you are. Um, you're you 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 you're been on the panel a long time, and so uh, and I appreciate uh, you uh, uh, coming and uh, on the show, and uh, and we both have a love for somebody that we're gonna talk about. But so, do you want to talk about that love person first, or you want to talk about uh, women celebrating women in the ministries? Well, you know, uh, first uh, let me say uh, thank you so very very much to Welcome. Reverend Dr. Harriet Walden. <laughs> and uh, I have shadowed you and stalked you. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Loved you yes. and uh, uh, been the beneficiary of your goodness and your grace uh, yes. for I don't know how many years. Yes. And um, uh, I, you know, just thank you so very, very much. And, and, all of the uh, accolades and and recognitions and what this and this and this and that that you are uh, receiving, uh, I sanction them all, and <laughs> I just wish that there could just be many, 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 many more because <laughs> you are so deserving. You have been out on that battlefield and on the line of scrimmage for so very, very long. And I want people to know that you are the only one that I have ever said that you could sign my name to whatever it is you're doing without even asking me. Now, yes, that, you, uh, you, that's true. You, that's that right. Is, you said and, that. and I still mean that very, very much. So thank you so much. Thank you. Publicly, thank you. Yeah. Thank you also. And we um, spend the whole show talking about you. <laughs> Well, you know what? I mean, we've been on the same page on so many, um, you know, we want to be on the right side of history. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, when history is written, you know, let it be that we stood for righteousness. Absolutely. We stood for justice. And sometimes, Reverend Hall, you stood alone. And I know yeah, that. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's right. You know that. And sometimes uh, when we stand for justice, we want to be on the right side of history. Sometimes we are in that wilderness by ourselves. But but you know what? We're never alone because the presence that is never in an absence is always with us. And you know that. Being us surround it's like a it's like an invisible halo. That's right. And and you know that uh, let me let me just share this that I really have no reason to feel like I'm all alone. Ever, right. ever, 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 ever. Because right. just at the appropriate time, <laughs> somebody will call me. Uh, Reverend Harriet might call and say, I was just thinking <laughs> about you. 
and I want to talk to you. And, you know, just to uh, give you a, another example, you know, I was involved uh, in a prison ministry for probably 18 plus years. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, sometimes two and three times a month, but always once a month. And um, there was one particular uh, day that I had to go into Seattle and I had no money and uh, I had no, uh, my gas tank was on E and I said, well, (laughs) I'm going to trust it that I can get back, get over to Seattle and get back home, you know, on what I have, this little gas that I have. But I said, let me stop by my post office box and see what's there. So out of my post office box, there was a check. (laughs) Uh, Not a check, but what a money order from Washington State Reformatory from one of the inmates. And it was a check for $25, a money order for $25. And there was a little note, Reverend Hall, no strings attached. You always come up here and spend your time with us hardheads. This is all that I have. And I want you to have it. And, oh, you know, God. so I was able to get into Seattle for what I don't know. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> But, you know, uh, God is always there. That's right. Even at the crossroads. That's right. You know? yeah. And then God is never late. You that's- know, really and truly. And, and, that, and that, that's a testimony that, um, you know, that's why I wanted to play C.C. Winding's songs because she's got a new tour. And it's about believe, and uh, and and I and I, just knowing that that is that is your life, believing. I mean, uh, you 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 just so so many accomplishments, and and uh, to take on going back to school at uh, at, uh, so at a very <laughs> at, at, at a mature age, <laughs> at a mature age to go down to to study, uh, and study the life. Of someone that's well deserving. I mean, I, 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 she was a mighty, mighty woman. I, I, I just like, uh, just like you know, we're we're we are mighty in our own modern way, but uh, she was mighty in a rugged way. I mean, right. I, I know, you know, I mean, no amenities. <laughs> right, right, that's a good word for it. You know, no amenities. I mean, you know, we can. Uh, we can cut on, you know, we, if you got a gas stove, you can cut on the flames. If you got an electric stove, you can cut out on the burner. And uh, we got running water. <laughs> and I don't think thermos was invented when she was alive. Thermal underwear wasn't there. So, uh, oh, no. Anyway, no. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I- Reverend Hall is here today. We're going to, she's going to help lead the discussion on the life of uh, Sojourner Truth. And if she was here, she would say, oh, well, you know, whatever. But, you know, we would call a doctor, the Reverend Doctor, <laughs> the yeah. freedom fighter, uh, all, of these, all of these things. So, you know what, I'm going to, we both have a love, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the opportunity to talk about, uh, you know, what led you to do your thesis work uh, uh, on the life of Sojourner Truth. Well, and maybe we'll let our audience know. Uh, some people might not know, and then especially for people who might be listening to our podcast later, who are who are Sojourner Truth was. Okay, so um, Sojourner Truth was born seventeen ninety seven, 
upstate New York. Parents, she was born into slavery. And what I like to say is that, uh, uh, and she passed into perfect peace in, uh, I think, 1883. So she went full circle from spirit all the way forward to spirit. She came here spirit and she left as spirit. And uh, during her circle of life, her experiences speak to us this very day. And I was introduced uh, to, so really introduced to Sojourner Truth because of so many uh, uh, things that I, I was going through. Let me tell you how I was introduced to so really introduced to Sojourner Truth. In, 19, in, in 1972, uh, Mount Zion Baptist Church in Seattle, Washington, uh, built a brand new sanctuary. And in that sanctuary, around the perimeter of the sanctuary and the chapel, they had stained glass windows. So Journey Truth to this day is this, they still have the stained glass windows in the church. So Journey Truth was one of those stained glass windows. But So Journey Truth was in the uh, chapel and she was in a dark, far dark corner of the chapel where nobody could really see her. She was behind and she is behind one of the big uh, wooden uh, beams, natural beams that's there. So you really don't even know that she is there. That I believe is what led me based on my uh, life uh, as, uh, as a minister, as a woman preacher, you know, she's there, but she's not there. She is not recognized right. for her ministry. She's in that far dark corner. And so that was really when, when Sojourner Truth began to speak to me. And she spoke to me in a, a very silently and very quietly. I didn't even know that she was speaking to me. And uh, as I, I, I have to use the word progressed uh, in the ministry, which for all intents and purposes was not progressing because (laughs) (laughs) women, even to this day, are not given the respect that they are due. That's true because all of them in Seattle call me Harriet, except for one. Yes. And that's Reverend Reverend Carrie Anderson. He's the only one. Everybody uh-huh. says, how you doing, Harriet? And I said, oh, okay. So I call him by their first name, too. So right. you're right. It's to this date. But no respect. It's not just the men. The women do not. Many of the women do not recognize us. Right. And, uh, and, and that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. But so as Harriet, not Harriet, but uh, as Sojourner began to speak to me, in her very quiet ways, she joined up in fellowship with 10,000 of 10 million of my other ancestors who were pushing and poking and prodding and whispering in my ear. 
We have aborted dreams and aspirations, and you need to, uh, Laverne, Reverend, a doctor, a woman, uh, whatever names they call, you need to get out there and, and begin to work and, 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 and put your own unique touch on our aborted dreams and aspirations. And so that's how she began to speak to me. And, uh, and, and, you know, uh, I never know <laughs> what she's going to say. Uh, when I um, uh, initially uh, made, quote, application for the doctorate program, uh, I had to go through a process. And I said to my sister, uh, I had to uh, have a conversation with Sojourner Truth and get her okay to dig into her life and her, her background, you know, because she lived the life of a slave. And we know the degradation and, and all of this stuff that she had to go through uh, as a slave and as a woman. Uh, but I had, to get, uh, I had to get her approval in order to proceed. And right. after she said, okay, uh, Laverne, it's okay for, for you to do this, then the two of us uh, had to go to God and say, is this okay for the two of us to do this? Because it's going to be a lifestyle. It's going to be uh, more than a moment. So God, we need your permission uh, to do this. And so we got that approval. And so, boom. And uh, the dissertation question, based on how I had been treated, how I am treated, and many, many other women, not just me, That's right. uh, in the ministry, uh, the question, because I had begun to question whether or not I had been called to preach and spread the gospel. The dissertation question was, are African-American women called to preach? And the only way that I could get the answer to that question, as well as answer it for myself, Laverne, are you called to preach, was to do a, an anatomy of Sojourner Truths, a spiritual conversion. I had to understand what all of that was about. And then putting that in academic terminology. Yeah, because she was really a spiritualist. She was. You know, she was a spiritualist, was. and that's how I came to know her. Absolutely. I have, a black, I have a black book about black spiritualists, mm -hmm. uh, and she's in there, and also Harriet Tubman is in there, and it's about Absolutely. And so, and, yeah. and so, and so, yeah, so, it, yeah, so, yeah, she was, yes, 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 so continue. So my, yes. Sister, uh, my sister told me, she said, Laverne, don't you dare tell them people at that school that you had to talk to Sojourn the Truth, and then you had to talk to God, because then they'll say you crazy. I said, well, they would just be confirming what I already know and what everybody else seems to think about me, that I am a little off my rocker. Yeah. <laughs> but that began uh, uh, where it is I am now. And I never know from one day to the next where 
And I don't like to say project because it is not a project. It's a lifestyle. It's the sermon and it's a prayer where it's going to take me from one day to the next. And so after uh, completing that dissertation and those folks down at that seminary said, well, uh, I guess you did okay. So we, we, meaning the seminary, we're going to uh, allow you to be called doctor, okay? <laughs> when, right. Years ago, one of my very dear friends who is no longer with us, uh, a Joseph um, um, uh, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, the Blackbird Books there. We bought Maladona Blackbird there. Blackbird yeah, Books, that's right. right. Yeah, that's, that's he, right. Yeah. He introduced me one day as Dr. Hall. And I said, oh, Joseph, please don't do that because I haven't been to school. I haven't earned that. He said, look, nobody tells me who it is I'm going to uh, right. uh, the that's honor right. of right. doctor upon. I said, right. okay, okay. That's right. That's, that's right. Because he called himself a doctor of, the men- of information. Oh, that's you know, that, exactly. That's, that's it. Right. Yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, after I completed uh, that uh, part of my work, and those people said I could be called a doctor, <laughs> I kind of sat on that for a while because one of the questions that I had to respond to was, what are you going to do now? And I didn't know because I hadn't stopped anything that I had already been doing. So what am I going to do now? I don't know. So, Sojourner Truth, you and all of the other distinguished uh, uh, ancestors are going to have to tell me yeah. what you want me to do. And, well, let's and take I a call, break. That. Let's take a break and come back so you can tell us that. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> Listen to the mothers just as shown eleven fifty a.m. KKNW. We'll be right back. Thank you. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. And I'm your host from Walden. It's my joy being on there. I like that song. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Thank you. Because it's our belief. It's, it's believing that we can do this. I mean, and I, and so just, just to listen to you and going back to uh, the school, uh, not as a teenager, not as a young mother, not as a mature woman, but as, a, as an elder, you went back to school. And I just want to put that out there. So, yes, I want you know, you want to just go ahead and continue your wonderful, wonderful presentation about Sojourner Truth. Well, let me, just, uh, let me just back up for just one minute. Well, let me start this way, that uh, I call uh, Sojourner Truth my distinguished contemporary uh, ancestor in that because of all that she did, all that she is is uh, uh, propelling today, uh, she is distinguished. 
And I call her contemporary because we are continuing to resurrect her wisdom and to live in her wisdom and to live out her wisdom. So yes. she is distinguished, she is contemporary, and she is ancestor. And yes. that's and, and you know, we have to we have to be very creative and determine, find ways that we can keep that wisdom not only of Sojourner Truth, but right. of our other ancestors resurrected that's right. you know that's, right. that's, that's what that's it's right. about and sometimes i've got all 10 million of of my ancestors living in me and through me at the same time well you know i have a sofa that they sit on you know they're all coming people, out that's it yeah we're breaking up and i can't really hear you i don't know what it is Okay, well, you know what? We'll take another break right now. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW, and we'll let you come back in again. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at virtueshealing.com. That's virtueshealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Good afternoon. We welcome you back. Good afternoon. We welcome you back to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM KKNW. And the song says we believe. So we always believe. You know, there's always goodness for us. Want to bring Reverend Hall back in, and uh, just he continues to just give us the highlights here about about uh, about Sojourner Truth and what she's doing now with the aid of Sojourner Truth. What I am doing now, from the dissertation, and after about three or four years or so, uh, I was given the vision uh, to recognize and to f- uh, to continue answering the question: Are African American women called to preach? Uh, by recognizing uh, African-American women on a global basis who are preaching and spreading the gospel, not necessarily from behind a pulpit, but using the talents that God has given them as a way of of, uh, uh, saying thank you to God for the talent that you have given me and I can continue to spread the gospel and create uh, my own uh, congregation, wherever it is it may be. So recognizing women who are uh, uh, who have not received recognition, who are having problems, who uh, are listening to people say, well, you can't preach, you're not supposed to preach. Mm-hmm. Um, so recognizing these women, um, and I do it uh, by writing books, continuing to talk about Sojourner Truth. And um, uh, so 20, this is 2022. I'm on my fourth book of recognizing women on a global basis. And as an extension of answering that question by showing people about the women, um, last year uh, we did a clergy stole and sent that clergy stole to 12 different states. And the women uh, wore the stole, uh, talked about Sojourner Truth uh, uh, before their congregations, whether they were two people or 
uh, uh, radio or whatever, um, and then um, brought the stove and signed the stove. And this year we have uh, included not only 12 stations here in the United States where women are wearing the stole, but we've also extended the stole to uh, our sisters in Africa. And so they are also uh, wearing a stole and spreading the news, uh, resurrecting the wisdom of Sojourner Truth. And this is the fourth book. And it's just, uh, I don't know, uh, what or how it's going, the, the experience is going to continue, but it is letting women on a global basis know that yes, they have been called to preach and spread God's gospel, to, to, uh, to share their truth uh, and not listen to people who are telling them, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't uh, pastor a church, uh, that's the man's world, you know, that's uh, hogwash. That's hogwash. Well, that, that is so true. And, uh, and I, and I think you, you know, you explained that so well, and you, uh, these books are beautiful, uh, beautiful women. Uh, and, um, just to think that, and then I know you and Dr. Linda Smith, uh, was in, in some, uh, some location with that, uh, with the family member of, uh, uh of Sojourner Truth not so long ago, maybe. Last year. Last, last year, last right? Year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In and, uh, uh, Indiana. Uh, yes. You know, yes. just to show you how her wisdom is being resurrected every day, every year, uh, several times a year, six and seven foot bronze statues are being erected of Sojourner Truth in various <laughs> parts of the country, and so people are beginning to listen and to hear right. and to speak. Um, and to uh, claim that uh, that heritage, you know. Right. But also, she was a fighter for justice. She was a fighter for justice right. and uh, did a yeah. lot. I mean, you know, she went to court. She was. Uh, she got. You know, she went to court. She won in the court. Um, um, and uh, she she was part of the suffrage suffragettes movement. Uh, and uh, she stood. You know, she stood for women uh, and the, the rights of women. And so, you know, a lot of these movements, uh, women, black women, I've spoke with them, and then they go on without us, uh, uh, you know, because sometimes they have another agenda. But she was not afraid. I mean, and yeah, she was fearless. She really you know, she, was. She, 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 she was fearless. Mm-hmm. She was a fearless woman who believed. I mean, when she had a transformation, and uh, you know, she had this spiritual transformation. And uh, you know she, you know she had, but but you know she had this voice about love everybody, and then you know she, you know the story. So I'm gonna let you tell that story. But <laughs> I'm gonna let you tell that spiritual transformation story. <laughs> well, you know she she woke up one morning, and she said, you know what what is this? What am I doing here? I have literally uh, gone through forty plus years of my life, uh, just not being free. She says, but I'm free now. Uh, but she was still a slave. That's but right. she was free in her mind. And That's she right. said that at that moment, right. she saw Jesus standing there next to her. These, these are words that uh, historians say that she said. She saw Jesus standing there and, uh, and, and was telling her what to do, how to do it, and, 
and, and where to go about doing it. So she struck out a single woman right. with, with all that she had on to go and spread the word about freedom. Right. And she took her direction, she said, from the good Lord. And so right. it's, it's about the courage and what she had to do during that moment of spiritual conversion. She had to, number one, forgive her, repent and forgive herself of all that she had done. Then she had to, uh, in turn, forgive, and that's hard. Don't tell me that's not hard. She had to forgive everybody else, which included the slave owners, the masters, right. the people who had <laughs> raped her and whipped her and beat her and took her kids away from her. She yeah, had because she only had she was left with one and she went to court, right. I think, to yeah. get some bite. Yeah. But, but you know, she said, I gotta love them that them other folks too, you know. Right. <laughs> and, oh yeah, you know, that 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 the, when the light comes, yeah, when the light of understanding comes, it, it comes in such a tremendous way that the person is not the same. I mean, you, you are not the same. There's something about this light and uh, and when it came to her, she was not the same, but, but she, she was already fearless. And, you know, and, and having that, uh, having that, 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 that conversion, even more, that power. That you know, power. She was, yeah. She had, she had some more power. So she was doubly not, she was doubly fearless. Okay. Right. And she had no, no means of protection, you know, and she had no. to where she was going and uh, through the woods and et cetera. And it was like, yes. I'm not afraid. I'm free. You're not afraid. I know he's you know, surrounding right. me right. and I'm doing what he has told me to do. So uh, I and know you know, I'm This is wonderful. Yeah. She had also precognition. So, you know, just like Harriet, because she could see the future. She oh, could absolutely. see just where to go. She could see just, just where to go. And the name of this other organization that, that you started for women is called the Celebration of Women in the Ministry. Is that correct? Yeah, Celebrating Women in Ministry. Women in the Ministry, yes. And, and that's um, yes, yeah, yes. that started out as maybe two or three women in the parlor of Mount Zion Baptist Church. And it has really grown uh, globally since then. Yeah, and I just, yes. you know, I'm in it has grown. And I'm on, you know, every now and then, I, every now and then I see myself written up somewhere. <laughs> and I have the honor of uh, uh, ending the this year with the stole, and uh, and we'll get together. And I know there's a sojourn, it was a sojourner house over here on 23rd uh, uh, in Union one time, long time, long long time ago. And then there's a bus That's where Uncle Ike's is now. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, was at least it was totally ground at one time. <laughs> <laughs> but we know that all all that God created was uh, every ground is holy ground. We just have to pray on it when we get there. But also, there's, there's a bus of her out in Seattle U, is that correct? Well, what is it in the law school at Seattle U is a, a, a ceiling to floor tapestry of Sojourner Truth. And it's hanging there in the law school. And it's been there for many, many years. And I spoke to the lady who did that particular tapestry. And, uh, you know, Sojourner Truth uh, filed a lawsuit to get her son back. 
That's well, right. I remember that that lawsuit. You know, our time is just ending up, Reverend Hall. This has been so <laughs> wonderful. Sojourner Truth, I will live on and continue to work like you are. You're so a blessing. You're so a blessing. You're just a blessing to this community and to all the women in the ministry. I really appreciate you. And thank you for being my guest on the Mother's Justice Show. Thank you very much, you're, Reverend. You're welcome. Thank you. You've been listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host. And check out our podcast uh, on, on, on the website, uh, KKNW, uh, KKNW website there. This is Reverend Walden. I'll see you next week. Rest until it comes.